Welcome to another episode of the Nothing But Football podcast. Regular services resumed. We had different hosts. Nobody said hindsight is 2020 even once. Yeah. Like, terrible form. <laughs> now, playing you guys did amazing. So, I'm <laughs> Lucas. I'm here. I'm joined by my fellow uh, co-hosts and my nearest and dearest friends. To Closest to me, I've got Uncle Potion. Oh, Mr. Potion, even. Yes, if you're yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? I uh, hope you guys had a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing, I guess. Let's catch up on the football. All good, all good. And then to my further left, I've got the man, the myth, Uncle Curtis. How you guys doing? It was a great weekend. Spent my time busy steaming muffins, being my bad bitch self, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so 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 here we go, and we're another week down, guys. We're getting closer and closer to the end of the season. Yeah, I know, man. Just taking another Premier League title. I don't like it, but it's the lesser of two evils, dude. Dude, so so just on full steam. What can you say? So so let so let's get into it, right? We'll we'll get into the fixtures, but I sort of want to. I sort of just want to give us a. Just a run through of, of the top of the table. So Man City's top of the table, um, seven points ahead of, uh, of United with a game in hand, right? <laughs> United now level on points with, um, with Leicester, um, six points ahead of Liverpool, funny enough. Hmm. And then, um, Chelsea in fifth, uh, a point behind Leicester, uh, uh, sorry, a point behind Liverpool with a game in hand and, um, and, Title chasing Tottenham <laughs> are pretty much out of it right now. Can we say that now? Yeah. Can Chris flourish? Yes. Oh, wait. So let, let's get into the fixtures. Let's get into how we, how we got you. Right. And, uh, and I think, I think let's, 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 uh, let's, let's start at the, at the big one of the weekend. Probably not the big one in terms of the title race. Right. But, uh, the big one of the weekend, Manchester City. Versus Spurs, did that surprise? Did that result surprise any of us? Three um, 0 uh, Manchester City against Spurs. Uh, I'll start. Uh, no, it didn't surprise me. Mm. Um, Mourinho going against uh, City at mm. home. Mm. Yeah, something's bound to go wrong. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah, Kane did come back into the squad, yeah. but he's still coming out from an injury. Yeah. So your main man is essentially not there. Yeah. Didn't expect much from Son. Yeah. And then I think in that game, Gundogan scored twice. Gundogan scored twice. Yeah, Gundogan scored twice. I think that man's after like uh, 11 goals. Something like that. That was Still on amazing great. form. Yo, yeah. he, like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, he's on a purple patch. Uh, he must just enjoy it because this is not common for a guy like Gundogan. But um, if you look at it, yeah, man, it was a city domination. Mm. Something you would have expected. Uh, walking in from this. Tottenham's been, I'm not sure of the facts. I think in the last seven games, they'd lost like, I think it was uh, in the last seven games, they'd lost six times. Yeah, yeah. They yes. haven't, they haven't I think been there doing was a draw long. at some point there. But I mean, they, they dropped to eighth. Yes. So they've essentially been... One place losing. above who? <laughs> one place above, uh, one place above uh, uh, Arsenal. No, no. Let's let's not bring that up yet. <laughs> this was this was pre this game, so I'm yeah. painting the picture now. Mm. We're painting the picture. Tottenham, I think, might have been either seventh or eighth going in mm. into this weekend. No, no, they were eighth because they uh, Everton was still uh, was still seventh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, of, of, after that game, it's four losses in the last five. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, they were in, they were in deep gak. So yeah, didn't expect much from Marie. Didn't expect a a, a revelation performance. Yeah, yeah. Un- Uncle Curtis Mourinho actually picked only one holding midfielder. He he picked what looked like an attacking side in that game. Mm, it's probably due to injuries. I need to get on to potions a bit. Man called the 3-0 prediction to the T. I want some good money potion if you yeah. give me that yeah. tip ahead of time. But yeah, it's one holding midfielder, but Mourinho's always going to play negative football, especially mm. away from home. Yeah, uh, He's getting found out now. Four out of five losses Yeah, uh, for a Spurs team. That's quite terrible. I know I don't like them, but four, four out of five losses, yeah, that's terrible for him. And he needs to figure out what he needs to do because the team is over-reliant on Son and King. 100%. And even when you look at that team, if Son and King get injured or if King moves along like what everybody's thinking is going to happen and he goes to Man City, um, it's going to happen then to Spurs. Who's the new striker they're going to get? They don't have a oh, good it, track it, if Kane leaves, you mean? Yeah, if Kane oh. leaves, they don't have a good track record of uh, buying good strikers. Mm. Uh, most of the strikers actually end up coming from the youth team or something mm. like that. Mm. So I worry for Spurs. Yeah. It looks like it's going to go downhill. And they were closing the gap, they said. But yeah. Arsenal won three trophies in that time and moved on with life. So what the Spurs achieved during this purple patch of their yeah. good form? Yeah. Zilch. Nothing. Nada. But the strongest question is, is hindsight 22 player? <laughs> 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 you've been driving this thing. Eh? <laughs> hey, you've been waiting to say this. <laughs> Look, but in 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 my perspective, it it was a yo, guys. Ruben Diaz didn't even play. Emerick Laporte came back in. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary, right? If you look at it, that's right. Big, that's very Gabriel scary. Jesus up front still, mm. right? Mm. Or oh, not still? Well, he's maybe just back in. Mm. But this is no Ruben Diaz. This is no Kevin De Bruyne. This is no Sergio Aguero. Mm. You know, this what? is sixteen, enough. fifteen, sixteen wins. How how many are they at now? Wins <sighs> in a row. It was 14 with Liverpool. I'd even go go as far as to say that I think City are even playing better without the point. Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. King Playmaker, they called him, huh? Yeah, like, I mean, the Gundogan has stepped into the... Gundogan's doing the King Playmaker thing now. He stepped into his role Mm. and he is killing it. Mm. I think... uh, I don't know. I keep seeing these stats. I... Mm. But I think uh, De Bruyne hasn't mm. hasn't won a Player of the Month in, in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Gund- uh, Elka Gundogan just won it right now. Yeah, de- definitely deserves it. Yeah, no, he deserves definitely it. Definitely deserves yo, it. Yeah. That just—I'm not saying that's a telling stat, but essentially, yeah. like, yeah, you've never done it, and then when I step into your shoes, I go and win it. Big statement. Uncle Curtis, now that result, like like we said, like we said at the start, sends City seven points clear with the game in hand, with games running out mm. of, of the table. Do you see them being caught at this point? No, I don't. But what I need to happen is they need to go into extra time into a couple of these games so these players can all get tired, so one of them can get injured, so City can lose a game. Yeah. Otherwise, Pep look, is going to make this look like a joke of the league now. Yeah. Look, Champions League is back around the corner. It's mm. back, but yeah, I want them to go to extra time. I want them mm. to run raggedy because they are going to play in the Premier League. I think they game in hand. They're going to play it this week against Everton on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So that's another game before they play Arsenal, before they play the Premier League. Yeah, they, they have yeah. to get tired some. I don't see them losing to Everton. Mm. At worst, I think they get a draw. 
And if they get a draw, if they win, that's going to be like 17 games on the trot. Yeah. The season. Oh, it's going yeah. to be insane. Spent. Still don't like pep football. It's quite boring. It's quite predictable to me. But you can't argue with results. And there are people who do find it entertaining. I me. just like <laughs> yeah. you do, I just like the unpredictability of players. That's mm. why I love players like Ronaldinho. Who cares about KDB? <laughs> but, um, Mr. Potion, mm. 15 games to go for City. Mm-hmm. Anyone that wants to knock them off has to get 10 more points at least than yeah. them. Do you see City being caught at this point? There's a lot more games. Obviously, Champions League is back. This in the FA Cup and that. Do you see them possibly faltering at this stage? Um, I think we've watched this movie before. <laughs> plenty of times. Uh, City, at this point in time, is uh, going to just run ragged. Mm. They've done this time and time again. This is this is when they start to put in their performances. This yeah. is when they start having those uh, telling games. Uh, I don't think anyone will catch them. It will have to be an injury that changes something. If maybe a Ruben Diaz gets injured, uh, I think that might just change everything. Yeah. Because I don't know how Laporte and uh, Stones can go together. They've done it before. It wasn't traditionally a good pairing. Mm. Hence why one of them got dropped, i.e. Yeah. Stones. Um, yeah. I think all that's going to happen now is um, City's just going to keep going. Yeah. In all other competitions, that's a different question to ask. But yeah, I see City taking this lead. All right, all right. So, so let's go on. Obviously, City is one of one of the favorites at the start of the season, right? Mm. The other favorite, the defending champion, Liverpool. Right? Liverpool was one 0 up until like the seventy fifth minute or, or or something like that against Le- against Leicester. Yeah. That game ended three one to Leicester. Mm. Right. So. So, Uncle Curtis, um, what does it say to Liverpool, and uh, and what does it say to Leicester, who we maybe don't speak about enough? What does it say to Liverpool? Uh, Klopp's high press game. He mm. either has to get new players or change the way he plays, and it's quite telling now because those players can't keep up with what he's trying to do. Mm. Yes, the injury did happen. Yes, they moved two of their best midfielders into. Central defense. Yeah. But you can see they're not pressing as much intensity anymore. And that's where you also have to give Pep credit because his players are looking fresh because he found a way to still attack the way he attacks, but not put too much emphasis on pressing, understanding yeah. what we're going through with the pandemic, that yeah. you are going to go through a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And that's what Liverpool are struggling with. Yeah. Uh, they can't catch a break. And it'll maybe take one result to go they win they might go on a like uh, a winning run after that because it's winning is infectious but it's losing after losing it's three games in a row at uh anfield lost yeah long unbeaten runs in in spectacular fashion mm, you've been waiting to say that haven't you <laughs> <laughs> mr potion i think i think like 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 uh uncle curtis has said and we've definitely said over the course of this thing, Liverpool and their injuries. Yeah. Right? Because it's Van Dyke, one of the world's best defenders out. Mm. Joe Gomez is a very good defender out. But then it's also Henderson and Fabinho. Well, not in this game, but it's Henderson and Fabinho taken out of midfield. Mm. So that's a lot of changes into the team. I think you see the new signing, Kabak, come in and oh, <laughs> make a terrible, I was, I was make just a terrible mistake after... Well, I don't know if it's him or if it's Allison. It's Allison. Allison was it's Allison. last Allison week. They didn't call. No, no, no. To no. Get the ball. You know what mm. I think? I think it's a combination of things. It's yeah. a combination of Allison not knowing who to trust. 
in that uh, in his back row sure. essentially mm. because you know you're used to being able to pass to a Van Dyke to a to a Matip who know how to control the game yeah so now you have to pass to uh, Kabak Kabak who's just come from bottom place Schalke yeah. Yes, Sharp is a he's a decent talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's been struggling this season. Yeah. And then pair him up with Henderson, who's not a seasoned uh, centre back. Yeah. That I think that becomes a problem, like a problem. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I you can blame Allison for the lack of confidence, but I think it's just the change in situation. Yeah. Being used to certain things. Now you pass to someone. And they could potentially mess it up. Yeah, let, let me let me start this question at you because I, I think a lot of people are waiting on on this for Mr. Curtis. But Salah scored again, right? Uh, the front three has the has the front three really been questioned in the in in this time? Because Salah's still doing well. He's still the top, top scorer in the league. The front three hasn't really had injuries or been out or 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 or, or that. How much? How much are we putting to them, or are we giving them a pass this season? Firmino, Mana, uh, Firmino, Mane, Salah. I'm going to give them a pass mm. uh, because even last season, when you watched uh, Liverpool play, yes, the front three were the most deadly attacking trio, mm. right, for Liverpool in the league. But at the same time, when you watch Liverpool play, you saw that they have a bunch of average players in midfield doing mm. all the run. Mm. Who's doing all the run in midfield? You, I can't think of anybody that does. player of the year, Jordan Henderson. He's big miss right now. He was miss. doing the running. Mm-hmm. Player of the year by English privilege. <laughs> he didn't deserve it, in my opinion, yeah. my humble opinion. But he does make a difference in that midfield. Mm. Uh, Klopp found a way to make average players look good. Yeah, 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 mm, yeah. If I think if I look at that game and I look at the midfield, and you see the substitutes. That tells you a telling story of the tale of the game. Mm. Because you see that uh, Wijnaldum, who was in the midfield, uh, Milner, who was also in the midfield, and Curtis Jones all got substituted. Yeah. So that kind of paints a picture that uh, Klopp was not happy with the midfield. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Sharp. I'll give, I'll give them that. Milner got injured in the first 17 minutes. But clearly, it seems as though yeah, that's... Yeah, it's, it's not the title-winning midfield. The yes. title-winning midfield was... So, Fabinho, Henderson, and Wijnaldum. And I yeah. think they're also missing Keita this season. Uh, they tend to win with Keita in the team. So, oh, so that think, makes a difference for that team as well. So so you think right now that uh, Keita would be uh, the difference in the, situa- in mm. the situation when um, they they have no centre-backs? Creativity-wise, I think so. I think mm. you'll start putting more goals for balls through for Mane and Salah. Mm. Still think Mal is very selfish, but he's scoring goals, so I can't argue with Salah. Mane. Yeah, Salah, 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 sorry. Salah mm. is very selfish, but he's scoring the goals, so I can't argue that. But I still feel that Liverpool don't put away enough chances because of Salah, because he keeps on taking shots he shouldn't. Same criticism I used to have of Harry Kane back in the day, but he scores them. He scores them, cool. When you lose him, it's glaring when you make those misses. When you're winning, nobody cares. Okay. So so just just quick question on that, right? Because Harry Kane now has assists too. Tottenham's league position isn't changing. So when Salah adds the assist to make him look like an all-round player, look, he'll have better players next to him. Obviously, we're, we're not doubting Mane, Mane, Firmino, Mane and Firmino. Mm. But um, do you think that sort of change would change anything in, Mane, in Salah's game? 
in the rest of the team, how he plugs into the team. You know what? I'm actually thinking right now. Uh, we're spending too much time talking about Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, can, I, we, I, can we please look at how Leicester came yeah, back yeah, and turned the game there. around? Because as much as we can talk about the, Mal- the Mane and Salah mm. saga, mm. I feel as though those guys actually scored the goal. They were in the lead. 100%. And, and, and that result takes them joined second. Yes. Well, yeah, third yeah. on goal difference or whatever, but level on points. And yeah, it's essentially. I feel like right now we're talking about Liverpool all the time and we're mm. taking away from a brilliant performance from yeah. Leicester. Yeah. We did not expect this because I, th- I think I even remember I was, I was watching the game somewhere. Mm. I literally went out. Mm. It was one, I think it was 1-1. One, one. And then I came back five minutes later and it was like 3-0. Yeah. So that's three. like, yeah, 3-1, sorry. So that shows you that, yo, let's not uh, yeah. take credits away from those guys. Yeah, they, they, they're strong. Again, last season's uh, top scorer was Jamie Vardy. Mm. Um, Wilfred Ndidi, the Leicester falling apart last season. Because remember, Leicester was in the top four, then fell out. Mm. Coincided with, with Wilfred Ndidi's injury. Mm. So I think... De- definitely very good uh, performance by by Leicester, who've been having a good season. James Justin just fell out, but I mean, he's been such a good player. No, so he actually just came back in. Yes, I think James Justin is injured. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Hmm. If you look at that, James Justin has been putting in some great performances yeah. in out of his regular position yeah. of right back. He's been playing left uh, left back most of the time. Yeah. So that's a... But you guys generally feel that Leicester put in a solid performance in that game and it wasn't Liverpool mistakes. Yes. I don't think they yes. put a solid performance. Yes, because I, I think Liverpool, uh, Leicester had quite a few good opportunities before Liverpool even scored. Yeah, I was I was going to say there was a, a penalty that was overturned. Mm. Uh, yeah, penalty overturned. That's where the first goal came from, uh, Madison free kick. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, the Vardy chances that I saw being taken, they were from... It was a chance, but not an easy chance. Liverpool basically dominated that game up until they made those mistakes. Mm. It's basically a Thiago uh, trip on the edge of the box. Mm. Penalty converted to what you call this thing. Uh, yeah. Free kick. Brilliant free kick by Madison. Right? And then what happens after that is Allison does what he does and doesn't tell his, his defender leave the ball alone. I got this. And the yeah. ball comes off... Uh, Whatever that Stuttgart or whatever guy is. Kabak. Kabak. Chemele had one training session. You see? And, and then the played. third goal is uh, another mistake. It's three individual errors that basically cost Liverpool in that game. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it was a pretty... Yeah. Did Leicester force the, the mistakes? Maybe. But Liverpool dominated that game. They should have put that game away. Uh, and it's one of those things of... That's where I look at it with Salah. If he made, I, I don't remember if he gave... If he took ridiculous shots in that game, but that point that I'm talking towards that sometimes pass, you go mm. two nil up. Uh, you go two nil up. It's a different game when they come two one down. It gives you time to stabilize. But as soon as they equalize, it's a different ball game there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Look, let let let's let's go into the team that um, that uh, Leicester's joined second with. Uh, Man United went away to West Bromwich Albion, and the game ended up in a in a one one draw. Um, I'll 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 start there. Look, the this game, United fans will tell you about referees and 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 all of that. I think we speak about referees the whole season, so I won't even put it to that. You think referees were the problem in that game? 
No, I think United should have won that game, but their goal shouldn't have stood. Stood. Why? Because the guy holds Lindelof's face. Like, <laughs> if 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 that's not a foul, I I don't see. It. But that's also a goal in the second minute. So, um, I, so I won't put it to that decision. Although it's a it's a it's a it's a terrible decision, but um, debatable. Eh? Debatable. Debatable as per the decision. You think it's the right decision? I don't think it's right. I think it's just borderline. Yeah, I was gonna say, eh, no, actually, I agree with you. If uh, consistency-wise of of uh, VAR, mm. if that's the consistency that they're setting mm. for for the weekend, mm. then yeah, you, I guess you could argue that uh, you know your defender was impeded. Yeah. But in the same breath, can you argue that uh, the ref didn't keep the same consistency in the game? Yes. Hey. Yes. So you're saying he let yes, um, he he didn't call Maguire's penalty. Mm. A penalty for Maguire. Wasn't he offside though? Hey, uh, the foul supersedes. You're only offside when you try to play the ball. So the foul would actually supersede the offside in that in that scenario. Really? Oh, yeah, sure, it's sure. it's it's a stupid thing, but that's how the rules work. You're offside when you play the ball. So hence, if I'm standing offside and they pass the ball to you and you score, you, your goal stands because I didn't play the ball. Or interfere with play, but if they foul me, the foul comes before the. That's the, a stupid. It's a stupid. It's a so stupid, are you, stupid. So are you. So you. But it's the rule, so it should have happened. <laughs> so essentially, it's another week of uh, of refereeing. That's no, no. I, I won't. I won't even put it to their shame because that that goal happens in the ninety second minute, and this is second bottom West Brom. So, so I'm not even going to cover up what what United should have done with yeah, every with, other with top the, team. With that basically, four 0 Hey, every other top team basically gave them hands and gave them four 0 So mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I was also going to say, let's not act like your 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 superhero Maguire did not almost give away a second goal in that game. Perhaps, perhaps. Yes, perhaps. and also poor finishing from West Brom as well. Hey, uh, from the striker, poor finishing. Uh, there was a couple of chances, like when there was a yeah, loose pass. A couple is like two. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Spurs get two chances and win two nil. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you should have put those chances away. Yeah, Flipman. Uh, uh, a great goal by Bruno Fernandez, though, guys. Yeah, at, yo, at, at least, at least, at least to the to the positives. I think United didn't perform great in this game, but Bruno Fernandez is again still continues on a very good season. But I feel as though your real savior came out and showed you his value, that he's probably the most valuable player in the league right now. If Bruno. I can say that. Bruno, mm. yes. I'll 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 give United fans that that yeah. Bruno has come week in and week out and has saved Man United to a point where you realize that uh, a lot of the second position is down to Bruno. Yeah, you realize it, he he hides the problems, but this week you you just couldn't hide the problems because he didn't have his trusted man in midfield, Paul Pogba. Hundred percent. Yes, he 100%. was he was fighting wars with Fred. Uh, and and Uncle Curtis, we saw another uh, another. I don't even know how to describe it, but another low key performance from Anthony Martial. Obviously, got a lot of flack on online racial abuse, as you black players always tend to get, but we don't even have to go there. Yeah. But just from a um, performance point of view, this is now telling up for Anthony Martial. In my opinion, that is uh, a spate of performances that aren't that great. Uh, may- maybe just to him specifically, and then just your thoughts on United. 
Uh, y'all needs to leave that club. He's mm. never hit it off at that club. Just mm. move on. He might hit a purple patch if he even leaves England. Like, you think he's good enough to? He's good enough. He's a quality mm. player. Uh, when Monaco sold him to him, he would win a Ballon d'Or. Mm. So that quality didn't disappear. Mm. He just needs a change of scenery. Uh, I felt he shouldn't have ever went to Man United in the first place. Mm. I didn't see the point of him joining at that specific moment in time. Um, how do I put this? Man United's performance. Uh, mm. It's a typical Man United performance uh, all season. Uh, yeah. There was a stat. Top oh, scorers in the league. Top scorers in the league. Okay, cool. But at the same time, uh, you have lost more games to the bottom half teams than lost to the top half teams. Yeah, yeah. So, and of the top half, we have the worst defensive record. So even when we look at it from, uh, let me say, a neutral point of view, you basically it's basically a mid-table team performing well against top teams and then losing against other mid-table teams. And ending up in second. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're ending up second when other teams are having midlife crisis, bro. So, as much as you'd like to look at it and think that this is a reflection of your team ending up second when players are having midlife crisis, you're still quite far up. I think, if I'm correct, I think you, we might be closer to you guys. Then you guys are to uh, to City, possibly. Oh, yes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a there's a decent gap between. We're six points ahead of Liverpool. Um, no, no, Ars- no. Arsenal. So we're twelve points ahead of Liverpool. We're closest to the top ten to Arsenal. Sorry, twelve points ahead of Arsenal. No, I'm saying to City. Oh, so it's twelve points. Yeah, twelve points between United and Arsenal, and seven points between United and City. Yeah, mm. but you'll drop points again. No, no. Then I'll admit it. I'm wrong. But in the same, what I'm saying is that to tenth place, like the difference is twelve and seven. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's not very. It's. it's, I I don't think it's something that United can be proud of. I think it's just a a season, a mediocre season that the bottom guys are having, and then you you guys are just so happen to have a a spell of good games. We can look at it in three games' time and and say, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Look, look, I think it's still progress because uh, since Ferguson United hasn't had two consecutive seasons in the top four, we're possibly on course to do that for the first time now. Yeah, uh, mm. who do you even credit that to? Oli, huh? I credit it to Oli. Really? Yeah, I credit it to Vitas in the league this season. No, 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 no. And then what's last season? No, no, no. Listen, we can give Oli like credit, like partial mm. credit, but I think yo, like maybe the signing of Bruno, which yeah, wasn't definitely. his choice, was it? Definitely was his choice. He he even went to go um, scout would, Bruno a couple wait, of days. Would that was was that not Woodward's choice? Possibly is Woodward's choice, but I'm sure I'm sure Ali's involved in no, that. I'm, I'm sure. Okay, we c- Woodward also brought a Schneider in and Damian. <laughs> no, I get you, but but it seems as though Man United has a has this new ten uh, trend of essentially when players are signed, it's not the manager's choice. It's essentially Woodward's uh, word that goes. Because remember that that signing I think came after they vandalized this house. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> they vandalized this house because they're like, bruh, like. What is this? We we need players. Yeah, they yeah. vandalized this house and then the signing came. Yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, I, 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 that's why I'm saying I don't know who to credit for the. Actually, no, I'll credit you guys. I'll credit the fans. Mm. The fans that vandalized. That vandalized the house. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, they did something for you. Got guys. us the right man. Yes, you guys <laughs> weren't going to sign anyone. But on a point of clarification, last season there was uh, Leicester's capitulation and gave you top four. So, so two seasons in a row, it's other teams. It's not United. Yeah, it's other teams. Okay. I'm not going to get credit. Hey? Yeah, yeah so it, 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 it is what it is. It is what it is. I give credit to Bruno Fernandes. Away, away, away. And Luke Shaw. I mean, Luke Shaw is playing all right this season. I'm not saying he's a world beater, but that's the best I've seen him play. So I'll give him a shout out. Yeah, Shane has been solid. <laughs> Competition is, 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 is doing the right thing for him. Mm. Can, can I, can I go on to what my surprise of the weekend was? Mm. Burnley 3 Crystal Palace now. Yeah, that was a surprise game. Oh, oh my yes. <laughs> shocked. I was shocked. I won't lie. I, 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 I also was pretty shocked at that. I think what, I think one of these days no. we need to talk about the bottom half of the No, table. no, 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 no. I don't think, I don't think I was shocked mm. because yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but I made Ben me my captain for fantasy. So you actually did. <laughs> Guys, next season we're doing uh, uh, nothing but football fantasy league. You all are joining. Yes, okay. I think it'll Come be get a good, your asses a, a good <laughs> a good way to to connect as well mm. with everyone else. Mm. But yeah, essentially, I made Ben me my captain because mm. I I I I was gonna go for the nil nil draw. Yeah, but yeah, Burnley surprising. Uh, I think who who stood out in that game? Uh, Lowton. Mm. I think Lowton scored a goal. Um, Rodriguez also scored, and uh, Goodmanson, mm. a name that you haven't heard in a while. Jeez, yeah. he used to be a, a fantasy genius. But uh, yeah, it's it's good for Burnley, I guess. Yeah, um, they need this because they're struggling. They 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 were in the relegation battle, so games like this are games that you would have expected them to lose. Yeah, but yeah, hats off to them. Yeah, nothing else I can say. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then let's let's go on to the game of the weekend, actually. And and you guys will love this one. Arsenal four leads two. Uh Uncle Curtis, it was your main team playing against your second team. How do you feel about this game? I know Obama Young hat trick. Good performance by by Arsenal. I I didn't I only saw the highlights. So mm-hmm. you all are gonna tell me about this game too. Um attacking wise, same old, same old. He changed, uh brought on Odegaard. Same old, same old, isn't good or cumbersome uh, bad. I can see what he's trying to achieve now. Mm-hmm. Uh, pressing wise, the players seem to have bought into the system. It's still too early for me to see if it's going to be consistent mm-hmm. or if it's just a purple patch for them being able to do the things that he wants to do. Yeah. Right? So that was good. Smith Rowe played on one wing. Uh, Otto got on one wing as well. There was Sabayos. Party was out. Taka still having a blind over season ever since that red card. Again, yeah. So he found some form. So it depends. Can these players keep form up until the end of the season? All right. Mm. Uh, but then it was good pressing. Uh, another controversial incident when they overturned uh, Saka's uh, first penalty. But it is what it is. I'm just happy the players got on with their business and got that second goal after they felt aggrieved mm. by that. Because that's the only way I see us progressing in this league now. Because um, these refs are terrible. That's all I can say about it. You keep on getting decisions wrong. And if it's a close game, mm. right, you could either lose it or you can either draw it because of the refs. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> because 
we go two nil up, then we get confidence, get a third and a fourth. But if it's not agreed, then then needs come back to equalize. Uh, momentum and uh, morale around the team could change, and then we lose two one, and then I would be here saying the rest are terrible again. But I'm here saying the rest are terrible, but at least we won. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Mr. Potion, so by all accounts, good performance by Arsenal. You'll, you'll, you'll let me know. Le- a game against Leeds is always a very different game because Leeds plays a game that is mm. different to the other 36 games you're going to play in the, yeah. in the year. But obviously getting the win is still important. Yeah. So how, how do you, how do you feel about this game and does this game set up for something else for, for the rest of the season? Um, I think if I look at this game, I'll divide it into two halves mm-hmm. because I think the first half we played brilliantly. Uh, the young core with, uh, Emil Smith Rowe, um, it was Emil Smith Rowe, Odegaard, and, uh, Bakayu Saka. I think those kids played amazing. Yeah. Uh, the connection that I liked was actually Danny Sabayos and Martin Odegaard. They seemed to have a, a great connection. And yeah. Odegaard just fit into that team like a glove. Like that, that midfield there, like just seemed to work. Like it looked like they'd been playing forever. Uh, so what about had a good performance on what's that his first start right first start, yes yeah. uh, I think I think there was a decent performance from him uh, he was unfortunate not to actually get a goal because he had a shot stopped by the goalkeeper but I think the goalkeeper had to make that save because he was having a, a terrible game at some point yeah um, also another positive uh, Obama Yang hat trick who doesn't enjoy that yeah, yeah um but I think if you look at that game in the second half, there was a pivotal point where things changed. Uh, that's when our minus one player came on, mm. a.k.a. Willian. Because <laughs> yeah. as soon as Willian came on, we if I'm not mistaken, we conceded both goals. He lost the ball the same amount of times Twice. that Emil, Emil Smith-Rowe played the, uh, for six, I think. Most em- minutes, yeah. Yes, no. Emil Smith Rowe played 62 minutes. Mm, in those 60, in those 62 minutes, he lost the ball five times. Mm. Uh, I think William did that in his first 10, ten minutes. Mm. In his first 10 touches, sorry. Yes. Mm. So that kind of tells you the mess that we're dealing with, with William. Sure. Um, I think they just need to concede that this is not working out with the player. And just uh, let him go because no, nah, you can't. We can't be having a four nil game. This is a game where coaches put on players to build their confidence and say, "Hey, things are going all right. Let's throw you in, and you essentially can just build up your confidence." You come on and you bring same confidence among a group of confident, confident guys. Yeah. Nah, bro. That that that's that says a lot about uh, William, but I think. I'm getting too negative about a good performance. Lead side, how do you guys handle Rafinha? Because Leeds, uh, I didn't watch the game, like I said, but he's been the main man. Him and uh, billionaire's child, Patrick Bamford, has been uh, the the main guys for Leeds this season. Uh, if I look at it, I'll actually give credit to Cedric Suarez uh, because the previous game, he actually had a, a shocking mm. performance. He seems to have contained him mm. in that game. And I think it went to a point where uh, Rafinha actually switched sides oh, okay. because, yeah, he was doing he was doing that well. Okay, okay, cool. So he, Rafinha seems to like he kept switching to try find of kind of find the the best place for him. Yeah, but yeah, 
let's give credit to Suarez. Hector Bellerin was had a solid game. Yeah. Yeah. He scored a goal. Um he had a solid performance. Starting to look like himself a little bit, but there's something missing. Uh but other than that, yeah, you know you those two goals were a bit unfair to the team. Mm. It was one man's performances that led to those type of things. <laughs> Uncle okay. Curtis, six points away off of top four. Gives you a bit of confidence in Arsenal. Top four race. Ah, I'm not even going to talk about top four because then we'll go lose against Man City on Sunday. So oh. I'm going to forget about that. Mm. <laughs> Yo. Mm. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see top four. We'll see it. Uh, right now, I just want this uh, consistency to continue. I want... Arteta to freeze out William like he freeze out Ozil. Yeah. Uh, keep that man out the team. He's and so froze out Pepe at some point. And yeah. froze out Pepe, but Pepe actually, while being frozen out, worked on his game. He yeah. had to score a couple of goals, assist in a couple of games. He didn't play this game. I think yeah. they didn't want to bring him on. No, he played. He, he played. Play. Wasn't he up against that guy who got a red card against last time? No, he didn't. I think Arteta took him out the team because of that. And put him on the bench. Yeah, William came on. Did he not come on? Did not come on. Yeah, uh-huh. it's because we've got a European fixture. Yeah, not the A team European, B team European. Yeah, yeah. list. But yeah, we've got a Europa fixture on uh, Thursday. On Thursday, yes. Yeah, yeah. they chose. So, they opted to save him. Yeah. So that's how I look at it now. Um, just do something with William. We pay them too much now. <laughs> do something like freeze him out the team. Like, don't register him next season for the Premier League unless he comes and has a brilliant preseason. Otherwise, just leave him out the team because he brings the team down to me, in my opinion, now. Yeah. Uh, I see what Chelsea fans were happy to get rid of. Were they? They were happy. No, brilliant at Chelsea. I don't, I don't think they were happy. Mm. Uh, but I think it was a situation where the Chelsea uh, front desk essentially didn't want to give him yeah, the contract mean. that he wanted. Mm. Yes, Chelsea was sad to see him go, but it, obviously mm. knowing that the... Uh, is coming in was uh, positive for them. Yeah. And just hold on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, uh, since Chelsea hasn't played, they're playing tonight. So we'll obviously not ca- be able to give uh, our update on the game. Um, there's news of Ziyech possibly wanting to leave Chelsea. Already? Yep. Because apparently uh, he does not feel that he's uh, part of uh, Thomas Tuchel's plan. Because in all of these games, essentially, Thomas Tuchel has left him out. He hasn't been injured? No, he hasn't oh, been okay, injured. Okay. So, remember, Thomas Tuchel is going, uh, is shuffling the side, seeing who fits in where. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Ziyech has been constantly being left out yeah. of the selections. Just for context, we're recording on uh, Monday before Chelsea plays against Newcastle. Yes. Obviously, Chelsea's game against Newcastle obviously, uh, gives them a, the chance to actually leapfrog um, leapfrog Liverpool and go into fourth. Mm. So, at, as it stands, Chelsea is a point behind Liverpool, but with a game in hand that's obviously playing tonight. Yeah. So, a win would send them into fourth, two points ahead of, two points ahead of um, Liverpool. And so, so now just, just speaking to Chelsea and obviously this game coming up against Newcastle, I think like, like you said, sort of, um, ZH and that. Um, Werner still hasn't got his shooting boots on now, but his performances have been better in the last couple of games. Mm. Uh, Uncle Curtis, maybe let me start at you. Do you see Chelsea being a threat now to the top four? With a new manager bounce, yes. Mm. Uh, I'll only judge Tuchel from next season. Uh, this season is, 14, 15 games left. Mm. 
if he wins 10 of those 15 games, I give that down to new manager bounce. I don't give the 10 down. games wins, you'll give it down to new manager bounce. I'm giving them a loss of it's honeymoon phase, though. 10 games. 10 games. Uh, uh, 15 games. You don't months. remember Ryan Giggs? You don't remember... Uh, Ryan Giggs was four matches. Uh, Ole. When he Ryan, Ole is two years. No, no. No, no, but I'm just giving you examples. Not Example not necessarily duration. Oh, but, oh, sure. Okay. But honeymoon okay. period. When he came in and he, he earned the contract because he was doing so well on like an 18 game and he won like 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what got him the contract. So to me, it's still a honeymoon phase. And then we saw that Ole is inconsistent. Uh, mm. He'll go on a winning streak when he has to play certain teams, and then you go lose to Sheffield. Fair enough, fair enough. But so far, looking like on the cards for two seasons of top four. Yeah. So in, inconsistent, but trajectory. I see other managers improving more than Oli. Like who? Uh, Arteta, I think, is going to improve more. More than Oli, you've, uh, you say he's going to. What has he done? That's, he that's more than Oli. Hey? He's won a cup. So that's more improvement than Oli? Yeah. Cup in 10th? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> season's <laughs> not over. It's his first season. It is essentially it's, it, his first it's season. It's his first season, charge. yeah. yeah. So, and six points off the top four. I'm not saying he's doing badly. I think he's doing well. I get you. I, I, I just don't think Oli's not... I think Oli's doing well, too. Uh, it's, he's been he, proven to be inconsistent. I think Oli, Oli, no, Oli's a senior in 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 this thing. Bro. He's been mm. in the league for a while. I think what is it? Is is it his third season? Yes, yes. He he came halfway through the first, so this is his second full season, but it's his third season involved type of thing. He came through half the way of the first season. in Premier League status. That's veteran, though. Mm? You've had two seasons. Some yeah. guys don't make it that long. He's Fair a enough. veteran. Yeah, but without making it that long, he's done something to no, stay. No, no, no. Right? Listen, he's done something. He's brought back the philosophies of uh, Alex Ferguson. Very much Which so. I think you guys needed. 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah, you you got to give him credit. But I, I, I understand what uh, Uncle Curtis is saying from a point of view where he's saying that from uh, the managers that are in this uh, group, potentially there's he, room for improvement. Not room for improvement, but where you expect them to 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 rise up higher, I wouldn't rate Ole as one of the the best. Why Why would you rate Arteta above that then? Because Arteta has years of being somebody's assistant. Arteta hasn't done anything which you're saying you're going to repeat. He's going to repeat. I might not necessarily. Uh, no, actually, I do agree with. I feel as though if if you give Arteta the right players. Because he has been crying Why? for the right players. Why? He what will, makes you feel that? He will do well. He seems as though he knows how to get the 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 team motivated. Mm-hmm. Although mistakes may happen, which is a traditionally Arsenal thing over the past couple of years. He bought you a gift on Valentine's Day. Now you think he's your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're calling him daddy. What no. did he do last year, guys? Like, well, yeah, why is he there? <laughs> yes, he, he literally won two cups in yeah. his first season. No, no, look, look, I think I think he's good and I think he'll do good also. It's just, yes. I'm just like, is there not a basis for our thoughts? No, like, I'm getting the basis. It's that as well as he's improved Arsenal's defensive road for Arsenal to become mm. the second best uh, defensive record in the Premier League. Uh, something that two other managers couldn't fix, mm-hmm. no matter what they did. So that's yeah. the basis. My always gripe was with him was uh, attacking players. He was concentrating too much on defensive. Yeah. He lacked attacking players, and then they weren't clicking. Yeah. Jelly. 
but now he seems to have gotten reaction out of the attacking place. Okay. And if it continues, it continues, but then we'll see. Okay, so 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 let so let me ask you a question then. If Arteta fulfills what he's, you guys will think he will fulfill, that leaves Arsenal where? So us, when Arteta gets right, Arsenal becomes a top four team. A what? Top four team. Yeah, so I think I he think, gets a pass this season, but next season you expect top four. Yes, um, because okay. I think if we look at it realistically, um, if Arteta got what he wanted this season. I think he'd be in a very different position. We forget he did not want William. William was not a choice that he 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 wanted. He, I doubt that. No, I I think him and Adu no. together who decided Listen, party A. Let's go. No oil uh, the run, reason, around the boards back to pay all the money down straight for the reason why no we ended up getting William is yeah. because we could not get Awa from Leon. Yeah. So no, William was one of your first signings, was he not? William's not late in the window. I think he was going to... Isn't Sebaios on loan why you didn't get Arwa? No, no, no. Sebaios coming back on loan is why you didn't get Arwa. No, Arwa... Actually paying the money for party is why you didn't get Arwa. No, we didn't get... No. Arwa's was towards uh, transfer deadline or whatever. We wanted Arwa pretty pretty late because uh, there was speculation that his brother wanted 10 million... But I was a central midfielder, so you got a right winger instead of... No. But you see, they signed William to be creative in that central midfield. Essentially, William... Central no, midfielder. William was meant to... Like, after we found out that uh, William is available on mm-hmm. the free, he was meant to just be a squad player. So he did was, every other manager get who they wanted? Huh? Every other manager no, got no, who no, they no, wanted? No, 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 no. I'm just giving yeah, you an example. Pep got all the players he wanted. Eh? Pep got all the players he wanted. Sure. Every other. You name one, name another. Uh... Mourinho no, the you, you guys didn't get Mourinho wanted more players. You, you no, guys didn't get the players. You guys didn't. You guys signed Gav, signing of the season. Gabriel, yes. Thomas Partey, yes. Ceballos on loan, um, and there's but more. There. Ceballos on loan because from Real Madrid. This is not a guy from transfer fees. Hey, because you couldn't afford transfer fees. You paid the cash money up front for Partier. You couldn't afford that's transfer fees. Nicolas Pepe is being paid over six years. This you guy was paid money You know down. that's the first investment that our owner has made in fair, like fair so long. Fair he enough, actually funded because people were crying and saying, yeah. hey, if this guy doesn't sign, yeah. we're literally right. Yeah. But going back to my our part, um, I feel as though if because of the his brother, who was his agent, requesting ten million for himself yeah. for giving them to Arsenal, because the brother felt as though, hey, this guy could go anywhere. Why must I give him to you? And I want ten million. And essentially, that deal crashed through because they're like, nah, who are you? You're not going to bully us like this. We'll just rather leave this guy and go for someone else. And there's Mina Raiola at every other club who puts his players in. He wants money. <laughs> like wow, why is this now? Hey? But if the brother is the one, a brother who's not an agent is asking. Neymar's for, dad got how much money from taking him but to PSG? That's Neymar. But I, I get you. I get yes. look, look. I'm I'm just being difficult. I actually agree no, with no, you no, guys. No. Yeah. I actually think Arteta's a very good but manager. And expect, Same thing with and expect the top. No, because yeah. you you talking about players that uh that teams couldn't get. Let's not forget that they wanted Jordan Sancho, and that didn't work out because of mm. I guess. Uh, Dortmund, mm. no, 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 no. It was Dortmund's uh, essential saying, "Nah, screw Dortmund you guys. You're not gonna take our best players." Fee, yeah. Yes, because yeah. I think you guys did agree to the 120 million. Uh, uh-uh. we didn't. We didn't agree to the. Fee. Didn't you? Uh-uh. Ah, okay. I thought that 
it was uh, affected by the contract renewal. It was, no? No, no, no. It it, it was that Dur- Dortmund a... wanted 112. We're like, we're yeah. not breaking our record for this game. Yeah, look at them now. Because... We've done it enough time. Ed Woodward has learned, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> he's starting to learn. Let me, let me not say. Fred costs more than Bruno. I think he's been burnt enough times. <laughs> but side point, I see that uh, Dortmund is going bankrupt. Oh, and shit. essentially, they, they need the money. The so mm. now they do need the Sancho money. So oh, jeez. And, they stru- and they're struggling when it comes to top four. I think, guys, now now we're at a point in the season where European football is coming back in. Mm. And I think, and I think let's just get our refreshments and let's, let's, let's go into a European, uh, European preview because now this is the hot part of the season now. It's knockouts in the Europeans. It's, uh, a couple of games left in the, in the league. Look, the league, uh, title might be gone, but it's a, mm. it's, it's a, it's a fight for all for the top four. Like, like we said, um, from, from fourth to, from fourth to ten is, uh, from fourth to tenth is six points. Mm. So literally it's a whole free for all in terms of the league. I think let's, let, let, let's, let's breathe a little bit and let's get, let's get into the, let's get into the Champions League or what that means for the season. Indeed. Mm. Folks, we're back. <laughs> if you felt like we, like we were gone, but like, like we were saying before, we refreshed. Mm. Champions League is back, guys. It's it's coming to the final stretch of the season, and Champions League can't be ignored at this point. Champions League, European football, all, all, all of that kind of thing, because it's more games for the teams. Mm. But I think in in terms of the Champions League, um, it's the final. It's the last sixteen, um, not knockout rounds. Um, last, last season we saw Bayern Munich take this title. It is it is the biggest title to take, right, in terms of club football. So I think I think let, let, let's get into it. Let's let's look at a couple of the of the fixtures, and I think let's let's start at the at the at the at the English teams actually uh, le- left in the Champions League. <laughs> that hurts Basically to say. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all on the same boat, so it doesn't really matter. Is it only Man City this year left? Or Chelsea? Man City and Chelsea and uh, Liverpool. Oh, and level four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, United, United dropped out, unfortunately. Let's, let's, let's start off at, uh, at Manchester City, actually. Man- Manchester City's last, uh, last 16 tie will be against, um, Munchen Gladbach. Borussia. Oh. Borussia Munchen Gladbach. Now, now we're seeing a Man- and these games are this week, right? Mm. Yeah. And we're seeing a Manchester City, which is on form 15, 16 wins in a row, all competitions. I think Man City might be next week, guys, eh? Yeah, yeah, uh, Man City's Man City's on the twenty fourth. Sorry, but yes. the, these these rounds are these the rounds round are coming up. The, yeah, this week is uh, Barca and Liverpool and that. But let, let's let let's start at City just as a preview because City is obviously running away with the league. Mm. I think we keep re- waxing lyrical about them and and will continue to do so. Um, do you think that's a hard tie for them, um, Mister Potion? Um, I think if we look at City. Uh, when they played in the group stages, they won five games. Mm. City seems to have a point to prove for for Champions League mm. because that's the one trophy that Pep wants more than anything. Mm. We all know it. Um, against Munchen Gladbach, they've had some very entertaining fixtures. They pulled through second in that group. Yeah. Uh, they knocked out Shakhtar and Inter. So I think they were the underdogs in that group. Well, we'll call them a dark horse. Yeah. Because no one expected them to come out. As Shakta are seasoned uh uh Champions League uh, you know team. a team. 
München Gladbach is, is a relatively new team with some exciting talent in the in the side. A very young team, actually, if you look at it. Um, to tell you the truth, this could be a make or break game for City because um, they struggle actually in the Champions League. They they struggle to bring the dominance that they have in the English Premier League into the Champions League. Mm. Uh, I think it'll be a telling game for them because these are traditionally the the games that they might lose by mistake, by by lack of concentration, by squad rotation, because Pep likes making those random uh, yeah, squad changes. changes. Week, yeah. So I think he needs to take uh, uh, this game seriously. And the other thing that I'd like to point out that could be uh, very uh, telling for the game. I think he needs a, a seasoned player who's used to this. I don't think he has anyone who's who's a seasoned Champions League uh, performer in the side. This is why KDB is not king playmaker. Yes, I think you can look at a, you can look at a Gundogan who's been who who had a success in uh, at Dortmund. You can look who else. You can't really look at anyone else. I think else. they've got championship experience. They don't have many, they, if at all, past winners. No, nope, but that's what I'm saying. It's just about you need dogs in Champions League. Yeah. You need a dog. But also it's the last 16 stage. I would share your opinion at quarter, final, semi-final. Because yeah. then again, you're now, you've now you weaned out the lower. Yeah. For now me, Mochen Glanberg, I think I'd be very shocked if City doesn't win. Go through. If it's even tight, I'd be shocked. No, I gave, gave Real Madrid hands. Yeah, last season, eh? no, no, this season. Oh, yeah, during yeah, qualifying, gave them hands. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But I, I, some for some reason, I think this is the time where Pep brings back Sergio Aguero. Mm. This is that's a player you need in the situation. Yeah. A player who, 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 who's a dog. Mm. So yeah, that's my 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 view of it from uh, City's perspective. Yeah, Un- Uncle Curtis. Uh, let, let, let's go on to another fixture. RB Leipzig versus Liverpool. RB Leipzig, um, second in the Germans Bundesliga. Um, very good defense. Um, Liverpool having the issues they've had now. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any players coming back for Liverpool in that game. Um, but do you, do you expect that to be a, a, a tough tie? A tough tie, yes. Uh, RB Leipzig on the day can beat any team, mm. uh, with the high press. Just feel sorry for the German league, man. Bayern is just buying <laughs> everybody's best player. They used to do it to Dortmund. Now they're doing it to RB Leipzig with Upamecano or whatever his name is. Whoever's you know, second. Whoever's <laughs> second, second. They take the best player. And I'm starting to feel like Bayern is that, he's, he's like, it's like the rich brother in the family. Right? Hmm. Who's out there who's got a younger brother or something like yeah. that. And then when he sees the rich brother, sees that the younger brother's got a beautiful wife. He's on to <laughs> This is Diddy, his yep. son's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. Let me sample it to see yes. <laughs> you say he is. If she's good, it might be your new stepmom and win a couple of championships with me. If not, I'll sell him right back to you and we can continue <laughs> yeah. with life. So, Bayern, that league needs to sort itself out. Uh, Bayern has too much dominance over there. Mm-hmm. And that dominance actually did also translate into... Uh, Champions League, because uh, I saw that the manager they hired, uh, Hansi Flick or whatever his name mm. is, mm. that man has won more trophies than his last games for Bayern. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's an outstanding stat. He's got six yeah. trophies, five losses. Yeah. Pip was great. If Hansi Flick or whatever continues on this rate, yeah. uh, we might have a new prodigy of a genius of a young man. I don't know how old he is. I'm assuming he's pretty young uh, as a manager so far. So if he goes on to win Champions League again, uh, Man City might give him and fire Pip. Mm. You never know. Football mm. is a harsh, it's a harsh game. Yeah, so we'll see how that game goes. But yeah, RB Leipzig, Liverpool. Is it home or away for Liverpool? It's away in the first leg and then home because Liverpool won their group. So it's away in the first leg and then it's at Anfield, second leg. I'm just worried where they might get goals because Timo Werner left, but they could catch hands. Liverpool over there. Yeah. So, so Leipzig has the best defense in Germany, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Leipzig, uh, they were, they were in the group with United. They took the most unfair 5-0 loss you've <laughs> probably ever seen. Like, they didn't play to lose, they didn't play the game that should lose 5-0, you know, type of thing. Mm. But, um, a good team, good defense. Um, I think they've just confirmed Angelino, well, permanent signing they've had in the, the whole season from City. So, 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 I, so I wonder, I wonder, but keeping out Mo Salah is, is, is a different kettle of fish. So, so I wonder, I, I, I think it'll be a tight one. Mr. Potion, how are you, how are you seeing it? Um, well, to tell you the truth, I actually feel bad for Liverpool right now mm. because I think this is a telling point in the season. Mm. This is where they need Liverpool's to. Liverpool's game is this week. Yeah. Yes. I think that this is where they need to get their priorities straight. Uh, would they prefer to fight in the league and see how the league goes? Or would they prefer to try fight for a Champions League victory? Uh, because of the injuries, I don't think they can do both. Um, I'm not sure if they're still in... I don't think they're in FA Cup. I'm actually not sure. No, United knocked them out. Yes, United yeah. knocked them out. I think... For them, that's the best thing that could have happened. Mm. Uh, right now, you've got two competitions that I'm sure they value. Um, I don't think they can they can compete in both. Mm. I don't think they can compete in both. Just don't have the squad anymore. Yes, they so, don't have the squad. So Leipzig, tough game, you think? Tough game. Uh, it's a very tough game. Mm-hmm. What's also going to add on to the tough games is the next Premier League fixture. Sure, sure. So... I don't think Leipzig has that problem yeah. like Liverpool does. Yeah. It's going to be a big test, but I think if if they keep going in the Champions League, it's going to affect Premier League performances. And then the top four yes. race now. Yeah, stands. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see what uh, Lu- Julian Nagelsmann will wear. <laughs> yeah, actually, a snappy dresser there. <laughs> their, their manager. Yeah. Um, going on to the third of the English teams left in the Champions League. Chelsea, um, a game against Atletico Madrid. Mm. Suarez is going to give Chelsea hands. Suarez, Jao Felix, um, and, 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 and all, of, all of that band behind them, Thomas Lamar. And, and that, and this is a Chelsea, um, Thomas Tuchel has just taken over. He's only a couple of games in. He's probably still feeling his way out. The new manager bounce, as we, as we said earlier. Mm. Uh, Mr. Potion, uh, Chelsea Atletico Madrid, who's favorites for you before we get into the game? Who's favorites? Um, I think if you look at league positions, it's a no brainer. It's Atletico. Mm. They're number one in their league. Mm. Um, Chelsea is, is struggling to find their way. They just fired a new coach. 
but in the same breath, if you look at Chelsea's coach, i.e. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, mm. who was just in uh, in the Champions League final last season. Yeah. So clearly he's got the, you know, the, the, the right thing, the pedigree mm. and the, intest- the intestinal fortitude to mm. get him there. I don't know if that's the, the phrase. I just, Chief, I don't know. I just, that word was so big, it flew past my head here. I just, no, I just they, said, okay. They used, to, they used to like using it. They used to like using it in wrestling, in WWE. I used to be young and hear it. I was just trying to remember what it was, but I think that is the phrase. Mm. But yeah, I think that's uh, Thomas Tuchel can take them there. Uh, if we look last season, we thought uh, after Atletico knocked out... Uh, Locked out Liverpool, we thought, yo, okay, the these are the new champions, and then they, I think they bowed out to Atalanta, if if memory serves me correctly. Um, because they they got knocked out e- even before the before the COVID um, stopped all the leagues and uh, and all of that. Yes, yeah, so, so what, I, what I, I think what, I, what is that last sixteen or quarters? Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll I'll do a little bit of uh, checking right now. Well, while, while you have a look, uh, Mister uh, Uncle Curtis, um, Atletico Chelsea, um, who would you say is favourites? Uh, the team whose defence uh, trumps that day, and I think is going to be Atletico. Uh, they back to not conceding goals. Hmm. Uh, they concede one, uh, they'll concede one, but yeah. now they got a proven goal scorer in Luis Suarez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronald Koeman, what he was doing when he got a Suarez, dumbest mistake ever. Yeah. Dumbest mistake ever. You should have kept yeah. that player as a transition player, yeah. even if you didn't want him, but it was a dumb decision because now Atletico are walking away with La Liga. Yeah. And be- that's because they got Suarez. You basically improved your opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, it's an example when uh, United, uh, Liverpool wanted Gabriel Hansen. And um, who's this? Ferguson, Ferguson is like, nah, I'm not selling you to Liverpool. Said he wouldn't even give them a cold. And then I think he went to like a championship club and then to Madrid or something like that. But he's like, I am not selling you mm. to Liverpool. Mm. And that's what Barcelona should have done. I don't care if you were trying to get rid of the player, but do not sell to your rival to do. Because mm. now what you, you gave Atletico mm. uh, the, the league, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I give that to Atletico because if Atletico score a goal, they will not concede. They kept out Liverpool last season. Yes, I just found the results. It wasn't actually uh, Atalanta who knocked out Atletico. It was RB Leipzig. Uh, Atalanta in that same quarterfinal. They semis then. No, that was quarters. Because remember, they they just made it one leg uh, last season due to COVID. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Yes, 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 so yes. Was, this was leading up to the mini tournament that was in yeah. Germany. Lisbon, anyway, one of them was... Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what country it was. But essentially, it was just a one-shot game and then uh, Leipzig uh, knocked out Atletico. Yeah, okay, so I, I think well, obviously it's going to be a tight one and, and, we're, and we're saying to Atletico, but Chelsea has the benefit of having the second leg at home. So Chelsea can sort of go to Wanda Metropolitano and try to get a no-no draw or try to... Mm. Basically, they bring them back to the bridge. Does that give Chelsea any sort of advantage? In the famous words of Andrew Robertson last season, we'll see Atletico back at uh, Anfield. What happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. This is the guys. If they don't want yeah. to concede, they will not concede. Yeah. Listen, some, one of the toughest defences, I think, in yeah. Europe. Yeah, uh, They've got the best one of the best goalkeepers for a couple of seasons. Jan yeah. Oblak. In uh, Jan Oblak. Yeah. Uh, one of the fiercest back rows. Um, sure. I don't know how they managed yeah. to keep doing it. 
with they, with changes. Yes, yeah. even with changes. With, with changes. They, yeah. They'd lost Diego Godin. We thought, uh, oh, that's not going to happen. Mm. They managed to slot someone else in. Mm. They lost uh, a notable left back. Hernandez. Uh, the one they went to buy in. Yes, they Lucas lost a Hernandez, notable, yeah. Yes. They lost a notable uh, left back. They slotted someone in. I'm not sure who the guy is. He's a Brazilian guy. Um, I'll take his name, but mm. essentially it, it seems as though there's a system that's, that's in place there. I have to give the recruitment tip a team at, uh, Atletico props. Yeah. Uh, at one stage, they were getting every talent to strike. Sure. Uh, they had Fernando Torres is from there. Uh, Aguero is from, Aguero there. Is from there. There's another top Diego Forlan. Forlan was there at one stage. There's another top striker that was there that came from within and went to another top European side, but they have strikers. They and then goalkeepers, yeah. they've had decent goalkeepers as well. They have a, uh, all black now, uh, the Real Madrid guy, ex Chelsea. Courtois. Courtois. You see? So, it's not by chance when you're doing that. Mm. Uh, when it's happening season after season, mm. time after time, uh, yeah. it's something wrong. And it looks like ex Tottenham player Kieran Trippier they've t- made <laughs> the right yeah. decision. That's exactly so what I'm going to get a championship. So, so guys, just before we go on to the rest of the fixtures, the English teams, um, any of them for semi-final stage? So obviously this is last sixteen. They'll have a quarter. They'll. Do you see any of these any of these English teams hitting the semi-final mark this season? No, not even City. No. Hmm. It depends who they get in the quarters, but no. Mm. I'd actually say that, yeah, I think City will, will, will do it because, uh, looking yeah. at their position in the league, they can actually decide to rest players and pursue Champions League. Yeah. So, yeah. Out of the teams there, I think they're most likely to be in semis. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear you guys on that, man, but, uh, one thing defense. that they don't concede goals. If you don't concede goals, you're not getting knocked out. Yeah. But uh, one thing that uh, other leagues do very well to support uh, their teams in the Champions League, if they come up against Real Madrid in the quarterfinal, Madrid will uh, the Spanish FA will have no problem moving the Madrid game to a Friday to give them an sure. Ah, fair days. point. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> any of these English like teams will play yeah. Sunday, yeah. Sunday at three o'clock. We F- don't care. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So there's they small things they, like that that will make a huge difference. They have their own money to worry about. So, yeah. so, so guys, I want to go on to uh, probably the tie of the last sixteen, uh, uh, a game that actually has quite a bit of history between the two teams itself, and has a young thing bubbling under with uh, with talks of Lionel Messi, but Barcelona versus PSG, mm. right? Uh, Barcelona versus PSG. I think they've they've met each other a couple of times in the in the knockout stages. This is famously that tie where Barcelona overturned what what was it a four 0 Yeah, they won six one, yeah. and uh, the ref gave a couple of controversial penalties and free kicks. Yeah, he's still yeah. not allowed back into European competition. <laughs> Just read an article today. Even it's the German ref still um, refs at top German level. But they told him to start giving interviews. He's banned from giving interviews about that game. How 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 much percentage does referees enter your search history? <laughs> <laughs> how much referees decide games, man? Right? <laughs> <laughs> if I had my way, uh, one day in the future we must get uh, autonomous robots to ref games. I'll mm. trust them more than I trust uh, humans right now because uh, my team is not just celebrating Tottenham goals against Boston against Aston Villa. So let's let's get the robots. In. Let's see who the best team is there. <laughs> but, uh, Mr. Potion, P- PSG Barcelona. Uh, PSG last season, uh, beaten in the final. This is obviously a PSG team that still has the stars. Um, Neymar, Mbappe, uh, Marco Verratti, 
um, that kind of thing. Barcelona, who's going through change, but this is still Messi's team. Um, young players coming in. I, I, I'm sure Anzu is not back for this game, but there's Trincao, there's Pedri. There's um, there's still the Barcelona team that we're used to, but it's still the Barcelona team that lost Messi eight. Messi picking up form. Hey? Messi picking up form. Messi maybe. picking up form. Now, um, PSG has the first leg away from home at uh, at Barca and then the second leg at home. Mr. Potion, how are you seeing this game? <laughs> PSG is going to get bashed, guys. Going to get bashed? Yes. Okay. Guys, PSG is not even winning their own league. Mm. They got Serie got loser Pochettino in that team. Man. They've got yeah. Pochettino, who is actually struggling to to find form mm. in this uh, in that in that league. Uh, I don't see Pochettino doing anything in Europe. He's never done anything in Europe, even in the season where he he took Tottenham to the final. He made some stupid decisions. Where I look at it and think to myself that. Yeah, I don't think this guy's ready. So, okay, I'll I'll elaborate on the stupid decisions. How do you put a guy who has a hat trick? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> on your bench, you bring back someone. Did he bring back Harry Kane? I think yeah, he brought back Harry yes, Kane. Yes, he yes. brought back Harry Kane. I don't know why. Lucas Moura got a hat trick in the semi final for Spurs to get them into the final. Yes, this was and, I think two seasons ago. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. essentially, you look at decisions like that, and you think to yourself. You know, this guy might not be Champions League built. I understand it was Harry Kane. I understand it was your best player in the in the team, but should have benched one. No, yeah, he, he probably should have. But you look at stupid mistakes that he made, and you think to yourself, "Is this guy ready?" Especially not managing a powerhouse like PSG. Look at the money he has. He's got arguably uh, the player who's a top three best player in the world. Neymar, mm. uh, next new generation best player mm. with Mbappe, and you can't win French league. Yeah, Come he, on, he, he's out there. Uh, Mbappe hasn't been scoring that. He, he just game. took over, guys. No. Remember, Tuchel got Tuchel got fired. Tuchel, that's now Chelsea manager. The league position and all of these things is more Tuchel than it is Pochettino. They were still but, leading the league. Hey, they were still leading the league when Tuchel got fired. Sure, but 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 just just coming back to this game, uh, Uncle Uncle Curtis, two 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 potions point about a, a you know a manager that has um, maybe made decisions that haven't led him great in terms of Champions League. Barcelona's manager is Ronald Koeman. As a manager, he doesn't have much Champions League um, pedigree pedigree either. At least Pochettino's been to a final. To a final. Uh. At least, I'm saying compared to Ronald Koeman, who obviously as a player did fantastic things with Barca, but as a manager, this, he, he did this, well this is a guy with Southampton and Everton on his TV. Yeah, he, he did well at the Netherlands, mm-hmm. uh, international. I'll compare that to Champions League, uh, almost like to me. Uh, Pochettino. Spurs did quite. he go to a tournament though? I think he did well in terms of qualifiers. Did he, did he take them to a tournament? Uh, it was. I think it was during that Nations League uh, thing. Yeah, he did. Do I, well. I think I, they might have lost the Nations. I don't know how far they got the Nations. Nations League. I remember. Beat in the final. Yeah, um, they beat Netherlands. They beat Netherlands. Yeah, they took them to final, so they but I think they 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 did actually go through. But that was that time, uh, where Netherlands was going through a restructuring phase. Fair enough. Fair enough. And essentially, uh, Ronald Koeman actually did get that going. Because I think traditionally, since the Iron Robin days, uh, Netherlands has struggled with big personalities. So 
it seems as though Ronald Koeman brought back the that thing where he he knows how to deal with the big personality. Fair, fair enough. Now he took that and he's coming to Barca. His mm. Barca firing. Huh? His Barca firing this season. His ah, Koeman's Barca showing you something that's making you think this is the same Barca that lost 8-2 last season. Mm. Well, it's not even the same actually. There's Trincao, there's Pedri, there's... Yes. I even hear you on that, but to my point, it's Pochettino. So, okay, so who's who's taking this game for you? Predictions. Uh, yeah. this, this is the tie of the first leg. Barca. First leg, Barca. Second leg, draw. So Barca go through. I think Barca's taking everything. Okay, okay. I sure. I'm not sure, but uh, but I I want to see what PSG do in this one. I I think PSG can cause an upset if it's even an upset. Um, but but let, let let's go let's go on to another Spanish uh, Spanish powerhouse. Um, Real Madrid's going going to go up against Atalanta. Now th- this may be a game for the hipsters out there because uh, At- Atalanta's kind of like leads in the Premier League. You know what I mean? They yeah. people second team type of thing because of their attacking football and that kind of thing. Um, Real Madrid under under uh, Zidane. Hot and cold this season, but coming back a little bit there. Mm. Um, let, let me start. At, who, who should I start? At? Let me start at uh, flip a coin here, Mister Potion. Mister Potion, Real Madrid, Atalanta. Um, Go. <laughs> I think it would be very, very stupid of me to 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 cut out uh, Real Madrid from this uh, conversation mm. because I mean they went. On to win the Champions League so many times in mm. the past couple of years. In a row. Yes, they won. They won three people under Zidane. Under Zidane, oh, yes. Yeah. Might Zidane be doing a Jordan? Come, yeah. Even coming back and showing you how to do this. Yeah, how fair to point. Do it again, yeah. That's why I say you can't. He left. He played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Zidane, Zidane was out there. <laughs> <laughs> out there in Qatar, dog. Just doing. Who knows what in Qatar? <laughs> mm. So I think if you if you look at uh, Real Madrid, you can't. You can't take the like you know take them lightly. Mm. They they're still a European giant. Mm. Uh, Atalanta, looking at their form in the Serie A, um, I think they're behind. They're in front of uh, Juventus. They're sixth place. Mm. Um, not so great in terms of performances. Um, I I think Madrid will will take this. They may have a, a couple of struggles. Maybe in this first game it might go down to uh, a draw, maybe a draw or a close win from Madrid. Hmm. But I think Madrid at home is going to smash these guys. Hmm. Uncle Curtis, I think uh, Sergio Ramos uh, recently is getting surgery and that, so I think he's missing this game. Real Madrid without Sergio Ramos, their their form tends to be oh. patchy. As much as you say, as much as we all say about Sergio Ramos. Without him, it's, 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 it genuinely tends to be a different game. Real Madrid, Atalanta, with the context of no Sergio Ramos. Uh, if Atalanta score in the first 15 minutes, they're going to win that game. Three, no. Mm-hmm. That's the way I view it. Uh, generally, when they score in the first half, it's their day. They're going to put three, four past in the goal. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think over the yeah, weekend, can score. Uh, over the weekend, they won, they beat Caligri 1-0. Thanks to an 89th minute winner from Muro. Amiriel, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that Brazilian player over there. So with Atalanta, flip a coin on the day. If they decide to play, they're going to play. They're going to give hands to whatever yeah. team it is. 
flip a quick, it lands the other way, they're going to lose 2-0 or 3-0 or 4-0. Sure. Uh, like, I, I think they lost 4-0 to some team and I was like, but how? Mm-hmm. Like, how? Because it was some stupid team. So Atlanta, just flip a coin on day, see yeah. who you get. Yeah. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give this one to, to Real Madrid, but I, I, I think it will be tighter than, than we expect because I think Real Madrid is more of a unit than the stars they used to be and, and that kind of thing. I mean, now who's the standout really at Real Madrid? Yeah. I feel you know, right. it's, it's, it's the unit that, that, that goes on. Let's go on to last season's champions, the, the current holding champions, FC Bayern. Mm. FC Bayern is going up against Lazio from, uh, from Italy. FC Bayern obviously, obviously have the title. They still have Lewandowski. Um, they added Sane this season. <laughs> They've already confirmed Upa Makambo for Upa whatever for next yeah, season. Upa Makano. <laughs> Upa Makano for next season. This is still that Bayern who in, in the, in the Bundesliga, they let you score twice just to test themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you think they'll trip up here, Mr. Paul? To tell you the truth, I don't understand why we're having this conversation. <laughs> let's just put Bayern in the final. Guys. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. I think let's just put Bayern in the finals. It's unfair. <laughs> They've just been building up that side for so yeah, long, yeah. and now it's near perfect. Um, I see Haaland ending up there at some point. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like, come on, bro. It's, they still even have the time to give Sane grief. Yeah. They don't even need him. They're like, ah, this guy's yeah. not <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, to tell you the truth, I think first leg, I could see a 2-0. Second leg... Maybe like seven. No, I, I, I don't think they'll give a seven. They might just give maybe even a two, two or three, mm. just to you know make them feel maybe yeah. two, like three, four, one. Yeah, just to you know let them see, like you know the world see that you know they're human. Yeah, concede one goal, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Curtis, yeah, like Thomas Muller says. Uh, they got Lewandowski over there mm. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Bayern, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. I generally see them um, hmm. winning that tie. It's Lazio. Lazio are seventh in Serie A, and they have not been great. Uh, so yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, so so I think that that one's kind of well, in our opinion, a foregone conclusion. I'd love to see an upset there. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd genuinely love to see an upset. For football's sake, no. For football's sake, you wouldn't want to see an upset. No, because what's what you're gonna do? Go give the Champions League to Man City? No. <laughs> so you prefer to see uh, Bayern? With my boy Serge. Can I be over there? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Black German player busy dominating leagues. Oh, love to see it. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh wait. Let let let's let's go on to the other the other the other teams which uh which we which we which we consider strong. Juventus is up against Porto. Mm. Right now, now Juventus. I think they've won Serie A eight times in a row, or or, or such. But uh, but this season, this is not so strong. Currently sitting in fourth, this transition in the team. Mm. Porto. I'm not too sure where they are in the league, but it's uh, Sporting Lisbon at the at the at the top of the at the top of the Portuguese league. Yes, Andrea Pirlo up up in this one. I don't think this one's a foregone conclusion. Uh, there's still Cristiano Ronaldo here. Mm. the potion. I think the only the only advantage that Juventus has at the moment is they have Cristiano Ronaldo. The difference from the difference that uh, Juventus has from last season is that they have a new coach, 
a new coach who's decided to experiment, mm-hmm. which has uh, not worked out so well for them in the Serie A. Yeah. Um, you look at him, he's brought in some young talents, uh, a lot of players on loan. Um, there wasn't much in the crop in terms of free transfers this season. Juventus <laughs> normally feeds on on those <laughs> type of players. Yes, that's the normal <laughs> stomping ground where they feed on uh, uh, the free transfers. Mm-hmm. But I also think an important thing as well that made Juventus go this route is that Juventus now is having some financial troubles due to signing wages. Yes, to, due to outrageous <laughs> outrageous wages. So it's 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 something that's you know a challenge in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at Porto. Classically, Porto has produced some great uh, talent. Yeah. Uh, they'll normally go with uh, unconventional players that we that aren't household names, mm-hmm. but uh, they they seem to have uh, talent. Uh, for the first leg, I'll probably I'll. Call it a draw because I feel as though the teams will weigh each other out mm-hmm. uh, to see how um, how they'll perform. Second leg, I'll give it to Juventus purely because they've got one man in that team who knows how to do this like yeah. year in and year out. Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah. So I think it will be a close. It will be a close game, a close leg. But I feel as though Juventus will take this. Mm. Not comfortably, but they'll take it. But, uh, Uncle Curtis, what's your take? And I will remind you to add in that hindsight is 2020. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I'm going to go according to the play, season, <laughs> Juventus might do something stupid and lose that game. Like they lost it to Olympia last year. You cost me 42 grand last year, Juventus. <laughs> 42 grand. I am never trusting you ever again. Which Marshall Nisa did you go to? <laughs> nah, dog. I put a 25, a 50 rand bet on, uh, on a 17 leg bet. Yeah. Uh, I saw Liverpool losing to Atletico. Yeah, everything was going great. Yeah. And I'm like, I was six grand up. Then I saw Juventus Olympic New York. Easy, oh, easy. Like they yeah. should win this. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> First half, they go 1-0. And I'm like, they should still win it. Should I take my 3K cash out? Chris did it. <laughs> Second half, they took away the cash out. <laughs> Juventus cost me 42 grand. But it Dang. is what it is. It was only 50 rand, guys. Gambling is addictive. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Juventus should win that game. Porto is not doing the greatest in, uh, the league, uh, yeah. in the league. Uh, Sport in this bit uh, looks like they invested the money they got from uh, Man United Wow for Bruno Fernandes. Mm. Uh, Benfica is also not doing the greatest in the league. So the two traditionally top teams mm-hmm. are not doing well. So uh, it's one of those things I generally see what you call this thing. Uh, Juventus you went, winning, you went but second could be stupid and lose. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And then the last of the last 16 games, uh, which we're covering is, uh, Sevilla Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Now, Sevilla doing all right under Julian Lopetegui. Remember, Julian Lopetegui is that, uh, Spanish coach that was supposed to take Spain to the World Cup. And then he agreed to deal with Real Madrid. So they said, uh, no, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> then he went on to Real Madrid and Real Madrid fired him with like, within like three months. <laughs> so rebuilding his reputation there at Sevilla, uh, good team. Up against uh, uh, Dortmund, who were familiar with their names, you know, Haaland, Sancho, 
uh, well, Giovanni Reino, 17 in that, but not doing so well in the league. Uncle Curtis, let me let me start at you. Sevilla Dortmund, how are you seeing this game? Uh, it'll be a close game. Sevilla don't concede a lot. Mm. Sevilla, kings of the Europa League. Mm. Sevilla in the Champions League. Uh, so I'd say I'm going to go for a draw in the first leg. Dortmund's mm-hmm. going to give them hands at home. Dortmund give them hands? Yeah, they'll give them hands. Mm. Holland, when he scored, when Holland plays, Dortmund win. Yeah, so if Holland is playing, Dortmund will win. Oh. Uh, that man, oh, no back lift with that shot. It's crazy. Shit. That man hits. Yeah, you saw what they did to PSG in the first leg last, last season. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't finish off the game. So, which is why I say the second log is at a home for Dortmund. Dortmund mm. is taking it home. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm giving this tie to Sevilla, actually. Uh, Mr. Potion, how, how are you seeing this tie? Sevilla Dortmund. Um, I think if we look at, uh, Sevilla's performances in Europe, they've, they've consistently done well. Mm. Um, in this competition, though. That's, that's the other point uh. is that in this competition, this is a new, this is new grounds for them. Yeah. But in the same breath, you look at Dortmund, who's traditionally done well in this, in this tournament, yeah. but yet they're struggling this season. Mm. I think this is probably going to be the, I won't say the game of the, the season, not the game of this leg, but the entertaining fixture. Right. I think we might have yeah. a lot of goals yeah. in this yeah. fixture. This one is very this well. It's minus buying, obviously, because they're going to kill Lazio. <laughs> but I think this is the team that this, these are the two teams that are going to keep us entertained. Right, right, all right, all right. Okay, so so that's the last sixteen of the Champions League. I think for the sake of our health, yes, <laughs> we need to talk about a few selected fixtures in the in the Europa League. Right. We'll we'll just touch on one or two surprise, surprise which ones they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think guys, should we start at the United game or the or the Arsenal game? I'll let you guys decide. I let's think let's start by Okay. Let's start it? Alright, alright. So Arsenal in the last thirty two of the of the Europa League. Arsenal's tie is away well, is is at Benfica. So first game away at at, at Benfica, second game at home, um at, home. at the Emirates, yes. At the, at the Emirates. So, Arsenal versus Benfica, guys. Uh, How are we feeling? Let me leave this to the two Arsenal fans. Uh, Benfica have got... Uh, what's this player over there? They've got uh, the former player, Spurs player, Vertonghen over there. Um, mm. uh, they've got a couple of decent players at Benfica, but they're struggling in the league. Mm. Same as Arsenal. They're struggling in the league, but Arsenal are struggling to a worse extent. Mm-hmm. But it's the Premier League and... We played on neutral ground, both legs. So both? Both legs, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We are not allowed... England don't allow flights to Portugal uh, in or out. Oh, okay. So and even for the first leg, we are paying uh, Benfica £42,000 because of the inconvenience of them having to play uh, a fixture away from their home stadium because their country didn't block England teams from mm. coming to the country. It's England blocking any sort of contact with Portuguese teams. Hmm. So, first leg is at a uh, Greek stadium in Port in Mumpiago, uh, somewhere stadium over there, I forget. Hmm. So, in my understanding, if Arsenal turn up, they'll win. Like they were turned up in the first half of the European League campaign. What con- what 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 makes them turn up? What makes them turn up? Uh, that is not the league and they've been doing well in European competition. No, but you're saying if Arsenal turn up, what do Arsenal do when they turn up? Maybe that's a better question. So, if um, Arsenal turn up, what happens? 
they play like they played against Leeds. Uh, Which they're, is? They're pressing, the interplay is better. Um, not even pressing, just the interplay. If asked to attack with Pepe or Bamiyang, like Azad, Saka, we do well. Mm. Generally. Mm. Right? Uh, we got Udegaard now over there. So, it's away from you. You know, sometimes competition give you the distraction of being away from where your problems are. Mm. The problem is the league. Mm. Uh, if we win the Europa League, I'll be happy, but I generally see us going through that time narrowly. I do not see Arteta making up the same. I don't see the players making the same mistake of losing to Olympiacos like last season, where, where he, that man, that owner gave our manager uh, COVID. Uh, <laughs> so it is what it is. We'll see what it is, but I generally expect Arsenal to win that time. Mr. Potion? Uh, Arsenal at Benfica lost thirty lost thirty two of the Europa League. How 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 you how you seeing this fixture? Um, I think it depends who he plays. Um, the confidence, boys. <laughs> depends, it depends, it depends. <laughs> I think if we look at this, besides the Olympiacos and uh, PSV game, I think this is probably one of the most challenging games in this round. Mm. Okay, Lille, history, history, Lille, yeah. yes, Lille, Lille and. Yeah, Lille and Ajax as well. It's one of the more challenging games. But I think if you look at those fixtures, you think to yourself, yeah, Arsenal has the tougher fixtures in this round. Mm. Um, if Arteta decides that he's going to carry on with this campaign and uh, push William, yeah. I don't see us going far. If William uh, starts, I'm the right. <laughs> Catching a plane, I'm right. I think most likely he will start. Uh, and I'll then take that covert South African variant to England for <laughs> <laughs> punishment against yes. William Scott. So I think it, it, like everything, it depends on that. It also depends if William maybe wakes up and decides, Is hey, their confidence. It, I, I hear it depends on things, but are you confident? So, um, I wouldn't say I'm confident. I'm saying that anything could happen. It's Benfica. It's a it's a good side. Mm. If you come and you play around, they're gonna show you. Mm. But yeah, that's as far as I can say. Is that it all depends on who uh, we play. And, but, and 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 I mean, you, you, Europa League. There's a there's a caveat. The winner gets a place in the Champions League. Yes. Right. So, do you do you guys expect Arteta to take this seriously? Because you're I, saying if William plays, if you know I hope I mean? he does. But looking at who he played against Leeds. Mm. That kind of shows me who is going to play uh, this Thursday. Yeah, changes. Yes, William okay. William rested, uh, but he came on in the sixty in the sixty second minute. Yeah. So, which possibly means that William could play for maybe a half and then yeah. be uh, come off for someone else, or entirely not play, which which would be great news for me. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it all depends. You yeah, don't look, know what's in Arteta's mind. Yeah, look from from my side, I, I would I I I I think Arsenal will get through this game comfortably. I don't I don't think I I think two clear goals in the aggregate score Arsenal goes through. Um, just just um now on uh on on speaking of the other teams in in this other English team, sorry in this uh in this draw of the last uh, thirty two, Man United is playing against uh, Real Sociedad. I think I think I'll maybe I'll maybe start there. I think um, Real Sociedad is a tough t- a tough game to a tough game to play. There's David Silva there. There's 
I will pronounce his name terribly, but Ozia Rabul or something like that. The, yes, <laughs> Ozia Balag. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So, something like that. So, so, so a tough yeah. team. They started La Liga well, but uh, they started La Liga well, and and it's a tough and it's a tough game to and it's a tough game to play. I would exp- I think Man United will go through purely because not purely because they were a better team than them. Um, and the second leg is at home. So, so mm. from a, from a, from an expectation point of view, we know it never works out like that. Yeah. <laughs> but from an expectation point of view, I expect to see, um, United go through. I think this is the type of game where we'll see a, a Greenwood step up. Jesus Christ, there's a Fred playing, <laughs> but it's in it's in European football. I've I've seen the best performances from Fred in yes. the Europa League. Europe European football is a is a so, different uh, is a yeah. different game. His physicality won't, yes. get, won't get pulled out. Yes, so I think uh, you might be right there. Uh, Sociedad have had a good season, uh, but traditionally in uh, the European competitions, I have not. I don't remember any notable performances from them. Mm. So I would go for you guys mm. uh in this fixture. Yeah. Uh depending the on the Basque team. Yes, mm. depending on if you guys face any mistakes. Mm. But I don't think you guys will face any mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Curtis? United to win. Hate United to say. To and United to win so they can continue dropping in the league position. Okay. And then and then a quick just a quick roundup to the other English teams. Tottenham playing against Wolfsburg. Not uh, the Wolfsburg we know. Not the one. Not the German Wolfsburg that we know. One. Um, I, against a team we're we're not even too sure. It sounds yeah. like another team we know. Would we would would we expect a Tottenham win? I expect a Tottenham win. Tottenham. 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 And then and then maybe just lastly, um, Leicester City against Sparta Prague. It'll be a tough game. It'll be a tough yeah. game. They right? won't. They and, won't and win their way. Doesn't like... really have the European history. You know mm. what I mean. But there's James Madison, Wilfred Ndidi, J- Jamie Vardy. I, I, I see Leicester. And I, well, you, I, I choose Leicester. T- traditionally, English teams struggle when they go to that Eastern European mm. team with uh, Slavia Prague. Yeah. So, or Sparta Prague. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. So it could be a tough game. Mm. And also, if you look at it, you think to yourself, uh, does uh, Brendan Rodgers take the gamble? He'd rather probably... Uh, fight for top four because this is the period last season top four where they just started to nosedive. Yes, uh, not because of European football, obviously, but this is the period where they started to nosedive. Yeah. Maybe. So, as you say, consolidate. Uh, I think he he might look at uh, Premier League and fight for Premier League pace mm. and uh, fight to get back into Champions League. Mm. But this time, do you see? Do you see it being tricky? Yeah, maybe I, it's a, I maybe it's a hard one to predict. I think tricky, but is it tricky? Tricky is the right word. Mm. Is the right word. All right, all right. So, guys, that's the European roundup. Sorry for thank you for indulging us. We had to get into the Europa League for the sake of the cohesion on this podcast and for this general mm. state of happiness. But, guys, once again, thank you so much for being with us. Um, remember to like, subscribe, everything. Do whatever it is for whatever platform that you're on, mm. uh, that you're viewing us on. Uh, guys, it's been another great episode. Uncle Curtis. Curtis over here, rap career starting very soon. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Instagram influencer bad. Drop bad. us a 16 soon. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll drop the 16 soon. <laughs> Go out there and steam your faces, guys. Get your money up. Streams going up. <laughs> but yeah, peace out, guys. <laughs>
Mr. Potion. All right, guys. Our local DMX. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us again uh, this week. Um, I'd also like to add, actually, give us a follow on our social media pages. I think we're on uh, Instagram and we're on Twitter. There's always something interesting or controversial said there. Not necessarily controversial, but uh, entertaining. Okay. So, yeah, give us a follow there as well. And I'm Lucas. I will leave you with these wise words. Hindsight is 22. <laughs> <laughs> So you can see just how we living. Uh, I'm all alive. Uh, it's bad time. Uh.